Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 608. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including the postage and handling. Got strong message for you. Got music and letters. Right now, let's go to the throne of the Lord and ask him to anoint this program. Father, uh, there's so many people in the world that are calling you a kook. And they're calling your uh, precious saints kooks and your prophets kooks. And they who are nothing but kooks themselves, like comedians and government agents and the Pope, they're kooks. And uh, now uh, their design is to do something to make uh, you, Jesus, and uh, those of us, and all the prophets before us to look like kooks. Isn't that strange that God is a kook? And this is mainly uh, why you're destroying cities one right after the other. And it's going to intensify more and more and eventually hit some of these bigger cities. You've already wiped out New Orleans. And this was just a test run for them. Not all of New Orleans was uh, destroyed, but your intentions, I know, are to destroy all the cities with fire, just as the people, uh, as you did with the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. Lord, open uh, people's minds and hearts. And uh, you said, come, let us reason together. Uh, Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow, according to the promise of God, if you repent. Father, if they repent, you will make their sins, you'll wash them away, their former sins, but you have instructed us through your word to go and sin no more. Therefore, we pray that you'll impress this, uh, these, your words which are not the words of a kook, but the living, holy, eternal, and mighty God. Lord, uh, let them know that they must continue on to the end, or they shall not be saved. Uh, All of us that are Christians must continue on to the end. Continue on not sinning to the very end of time, or we're going to be lost. So, Lord... uh, Give, uh, anoint me with the right words, the right scriptures, uh, everything that uh, this is truly your message today. Uh, Lord, destroy the works of Satan. We, you know that this is done by our preaching the word of God and by showing people what the truth of the gospel is. So we pray that you anoint us that the, uh, the, uh, enemy of our souls, including the entire Roman Catholic cult regime, world government that is telling people that your children are um, cults and that they're the true uh, people of the Lord and that they should come in and investigate you, Father God, Christ, and... um, those of us that are really doing exactly what you've told us to do. Lord, straighten their thinking out. If they won't straighten out from your word, well, then I know that you know how to straighten people out very well. Uh, Lord, uh, rebuke Satan 
in every way in Jesus' name. And open up doors for us in Jesus' name. Big doors, Lord, and little ones too. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, and everyone says amen. Amen. All right, now here I am to sing for you. Why me, Lord? Why did God call me to do this great and mighty work of God? Why me, Lord? What have I ever done To deserve even one Of the pleasures I've known Tell me, Lord What did I ever do That was worth loving you For the kindness you've shown Lord, help me, Jesus I've wasted it so Help me, Jesus you think there's a way I can try to repay all I've taken from you. Maybe, Lord, I can show someone else what I've been through myself on my way back to My soul's in your hands. Praise the Lord. Yes, um, those of us that have surrendered our entire lives unto the Lord Jesus Christ, our souls are in his hand. And his breath, the people of the world, your breath is in the hand of God. He can pull it on you anytime that he wants. He can yank your soul. And, you know, it's disgusting to me that uh, people like Clinton said after he uh, gave the command to slaughter all the people at Waco, he said, I made a mistake. No, Clinton, you never made a mistake. You committed murder. That's not a mistake. That's murder. You 
filthy liar. You who smoked marijuana and never inhaled it. You who said, well, uh, yeah, we did have sex after you lied about it. You're a liar. And it's just amazing to me that the people of this world want liars to be the rulers of them. Uh, you never committed a mistake. Well, that was the worst mistake that you made during your administration. You murdered people. And actually, according to the law of God, you should be stoned to death. You should be put to death. And uh, based on the word of one person, the lie of one person, Mr. Bush, you uh, bombed and murdered hundreds of thousands of people in Iraq. And you sent our boys over there to be killed as well. Now, uh, you know, according, this is uh, the way this dictatorial government, which is comprised of either Democrats or Republicans, this is the way you operate. This is not uh, democracy or it's not republic for which we stand one nation under God. This is a dictatorship of a wicked, wicked, wicked people, the Antichrist. And uh, according to God, you're, you will be put to death. You will be put to death. Mr. Clinton will be put to death. And the people that are uh, operating under you will be put to death. The Pope will be put to death. And he will be in hell. You'll all be in hell and in the lake of fire. Now, it's obvious you people murdered the people at Waco, and it's your policy to destroy, uh, to attempt to destroy Christianity. But let me tell you something, you're never going to do it. It's never going to happen. You've set me up and railroaded me into prison on a pack of lies. Uh, the Bible says no liar shall enter the kingdom of heaven. No murderer shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. You, this dictatorship of the United States of America, which is not just the U.S., that's one thing, but it's a world dictatorship. And you like to joke and jive around a lot, Mr. Bush. You know, you say, I don't mind dictatorship as long as I'm the dictator. Well, one thing you forget is that God is the dictator, and he's the one that says that you're going to be in hell and the lake of fire. And there's no way that you can get out of it now. Because uh, you blaspheme the Holy Spirit and you're serving the Antichrist himself. If there is any hope for you to repent, then you'd have to come forth like Joseph Talaferro, who was one of the FBI agents that you placed in my church. And also uh, some of the other FBI people that have confessed to me the things that they've done. But uh, it's unlikely that you'll do that, you know, just for to save your soul. Uh, because you're going to, uh, the Lord says you're going to die soon. Now, I asked uh, you people uh, to come, let us reason together, like the Lord says. You know, when Joshua was, uh, God sent him into all these cities in the Holy Land to destroy them. Would it be right for uh, a person to, if they wanted to get married, to go into one of those wicked cities and ask for a uh, marriage license? <laughs> what for? Would you go into Sodom and Gomorrah the day before it gets destroyed and say, I'd like to take out a wedding license because I and my wife would like to get saved? Why should uh, anybody, 
ask permission from a satanic government to do anything. Really. Because you're corrupt. You're liars. You have uh, all these different uh, agents infiltrating. Like on television, I just saw where, what's the name of that guy that they're persecuting? And they, they, you never get to hear their side of the story. And I know that they've got, uh, you know, there's one person in there, one girl. And we all know how a lot of girls lie. Uh, many little girls love to lie. So they, they, especially if they're paid some money. Now there was a government agent, they say that infiltrated into that place. I don't know the guy and I don't know whether they're right or wrong, but one thing for sure is they most generally will not persecute anybody, uh, that is not of the Lord, especially in the government, in the popes, in Satan's government. Because they've been attacking me ever since I was saved. When I was living a corrupt life out in the world, nobody uh, disturbed me whatsoever. They all thought it was fun that I had all kinds of women, just like the rest of the people in government that I knew. They were all having sex with all kinds of women. Uh, a lot of them were homosexuals. And here they are going into churches now after people have been washed from their sins. They're going in there and investigating. And they're forcing people, like children in schools, to have sex. And they provide condoms for them, birth control pills. You people are the most, yeah, uh, you don't, uh, I'm trying to bring you to an awareness to where you know that you, if you don't repent, are going to spend eternity in misery. Worse than you have any idea. Now, um uh, David, uh, 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 well, I'll talk about David later, but this, um, Joshua, he, he just was following the orders of the Lord. And the orders of the Lord, uh, David followed too, with the exception of having relationships with another man's wife. Now that's, that is the penalty for that is death. But to have, uh, many wives, and another thing too, this man uh, that uh, the media is raking over the coals, Warren Jeff. I don't know whether he forced anybody to um, be married or anything like that. I have no idea because the media won't let you hear anything but the smear campaign. Now, that's what they were doing to me. And now there was an FBI man uh, and a man that the government uses, the FBI used him, uh, to infiltrate our church. And I want you to hear his testimony. You've heard John Peeler's testimony where he said that they weren't going to Waco to arrest uh, David Koresh, but they were going there to kill him and everybody there, that they could. But the people that I met in prison that were there, I uh, was in prison on false charges of the IRS, and here they came into Memphis. They brought a bunch of men there. And uh, I talked to them. I, I told them, what really happened over there, man? Because the media, they says, man, it was horrible. They, uh, they just barnstormed in there, and we're scared to death to even talk about it because they threatened us with death, and they did kill a bunch of us. And so, um, and they said much more. They told me that David Corey tried to surrender, and they shot him several times. And so he backed off back into the building. 
And I have uh, DVDs that I put on my uh, website that you can look at it and see that uh, those people did not shoot those officers and kill them. It was their own people that did it to make it look like David Koresh did that. Now, I've never met David Koresh, and I don't know his doctrine because he never put his doctrine out like I do. But everybody that reads my doctrine knows that I'm not anything of what they say I am. And it shows that they've uh, put the tear gas in the, um, the place where everybody lived, which they call a compound. And they had a tank poke holes in the buildings and shoot flamethrowers in there. And they started fire. And they try to make it look that Christians are suicidal. They're the last people in the world, folks, that are suicidal. We never would commit suicide. And we would never do anything like what they say we're doing on the air. Now, I have no idea what this man that they're raking through the coals uh, on TV is doing. I doubt if he's doing anything wrong at all. One 16-year-old girl called up, and they don't even tell you who she is. It's just that they're stacking the deck on the guy and said that she was raped. Well, why don't you people go after all those little boys and girls that were raped in the Catholic cult? There are hundreds of thousands of it. Everybody knows it, but you don't see anybody being persecuted. It's because the Vatican, the Roman Catholic cult, is running the country. They persecute true Christians, but they're homosexuals, they're pedophiles, the ones that are having sex with little boys, making them do oral and anal sex. They don't get persecute, prosecuted or persecuted at all. As a matter of fact, the Vatican hides these reprobates, just like they hid the uh, team of people, other than John Wilkes Booth, that killed Abraham Lincoln. Okay, here's an article. Uh, and what's the title of the article, Sharon? Federal Agent Confesses Government Plot to Destroy the Alamos Church. Joseph Talaferro's Confession. I'm going to let Sharon here read a testimony of Joseph Talaferro, an FBI man, or that was working for the FBI, that infiltrated our church so that you can see uh, that what uh, they are doing to Christian churches. Go ahead, Sharon, read it. My brother is a cop, and I used to work. Okay, now this is from this is Joseph Telefero speaking here, right? Yes. And this I put out uh, on the streets over in Arkansas because they were really trying to kill us. The police department over there in Van Buren, Arkansas, said you were supposed to be Waco one. I said I know that because. Um, they said, but you're going to be Waco, too. I said, well, not if I stay in the spirit, I won't be. Because God will kill them um, before he kills me. They are able to kill me. So uh, they said, but they wanted to kill you first. I said, I know the Lord told me to split the church up into, so I split the church up into Chicago, New York, Miami, uh, Los Angeles. Of course, we still had the church in Los Angeles. We had the church in Fort Smith, Arkansas. And I, he, the Lord told me to get off of the property because they want to kill us all. That was even before Waco. So I knew that it was us that they were targeting. And the federal government opened up a cult that they called the sword of the Lord or something. And they moved right across the hill from us and set up camp there. And they were robbing banks and trying to make it look that that was part of us. 
This is the most sinister, demonic uh, devils. This is Satan that is running the world government now. And the Bible says that Satan's seat is in Rome, Italy, the city of the seven hills and mountains. Now, here's Joseph Telefero. Uh, we, you've heard uh, from um, the other FBI man the story of how he was uh, one of them that was at Waco. He helped um, destroy the uh, building, or he they were asking him to do it. Uh, the World Trade Center, he took part of that, and he took part. He confessed it all of the federal building in Oklahoma City. And uh, Waco, he said, they went over there not to arrest David Corse, but to kill him. They called it a Turkish shoot. Now here's Joseph Telefero that was even before this uh, FBI man that was doing all these things. Uh, he was in our church. The government sent him in to bring false accusations against me as they uh, were uh, saying to this FBI man to come in and kill me. So go ahead and read. This is words from Joseph Tel Telefero. He said these words in front of my attorney, Roy Jean III, Roy Jean Jr., on tape uh, in Fort Smith. And he also said it on our tapes and wrote this. And he, uh, we've never heard of him since because they said it's sure as he's alive, they're going to kill him for telling this. Go ahead, read it. My brother is a cop, and I used to work undercover with the police department and help bus drug dealers. The National Aviation Facilities Experimental Center, NAFEC, located in Pomona, New Jersey, hired me to infiltrate the Tony Alamo Christian Church. Agencies like this, planted in your heart and soul, not to talk about working for them, under any circumstances, even under threat of torture. I was to be paid $10,000 for information that I would supply to the NAFEC. I believe that the NAFEC is a division of the FBI and the U.S. Department of Labor. Also, it seems to me that they are somehow linked with the Mafia. Okay, now this Warren's church, they said that they've sent several agents into his church. Uh, and they've been there for four years. Now, if they haven't found anything uh, that was bad in four years, they must really be stray straining. They made up this fictitious girl, or else they threatened her and her parents with death to get her to lie and say that there's something wrong with the guy. Now, again, I don't know him. I don't know if there's anything wrong with him, but I know one thing, that they were doing this to me, and there is definitely nothing wrong with me. Okay, everything I do, the Lord has told me to do. Now, go ahead. I was instructed to call in several times per day to talk to the men who hired me, Captain Connolly and Lieutenant Robinson, who could be reached at area code 609-641-6100. I was hired at the time that the Tony Alamo Christian Church came to Atlantic City about the abortion issue. The NAFEC told Now, the abortion me, issue was, I was tired, you know, I, I know that abortion is not abortion, it's first-degree murder. And so the Lord holds we Christians responsible for allowing it to go on. So what I did is I went to different hospitals and uh, got them to say that they, uh, they told me that they would allow uh, pregnant girls that wanted to get rid of their children to come in and they'd have the babies and that we would take care of them until they uh, for five years and if they wanted them later on in life they could come and pick them up and we'd let them have them but after five years they get attached to whoever whatever couple it was in our church 
that's taking care of them, and they think they're with the mommy and daddy. And then so I had Seventh-day Adventist churches, and I even went to Catholic churches. And the one in Memphis, the mother superior there, was very gracious and stated that she would be more than happy to take those uh, young women in to save the children. That's why I know the lower echelon of the Catholic um, cult, uh, they are like naive. They don't know what's going on in the um, in the actual uh, headquarters and uh, many of the Jesuit branches, secret societies of the Jesuits around the country. And so they were willing to do that. And so the government got scared. I said, we will even keep mongoloids. We'll keep people, uh, young babies that were born without um, uh, arms or legs or anything like that. And so the media started saying that I was going to use them to work for me in uh, the fields in Bakersfield and make money for me. Now, how could a mongoloid or people that don't have arms and legs or any deformities like that at all, how could they work for me? I mean, I would uh, take them and protect them and save them from being aborted. And they're always uh, something uh, that the children uh, that are born that way can do. And it's a good thing for uh, our people. It's not good to be lazy, laid back, and to be uh, wanton and wealthy and rich and not uh, do anything. That's one of the dangers about being rich, the Bible says, is that uh, they turn into, uh, well, uh, an old saying is the an idle mind. They wind up into idleness, and an idle mind is Satan's workshop, and they can get in there and do all kinds of things and make people turn into homosexuals. Uh, they try different lifestyles. You know, they like to experiment with their uh, souls and other people's souls and their bodies as though people have something that nobody else has. Uh, they want to find out if somebody's sex organ feels better than somebody else's sex organ. And I know that before I was saved, I can tell you that they're all about the same, all right? The old saying... There's so many old sayings about that. And so um, this uh, little girl, somebody, some mysterious girl, the mask mystery girl, called on the phone and said that there was uh, all these brutal beatings. And how many brutal beatings are happening in the Catholic cult? I mean, I've heard so many people that were in that cult come into our church and get saved. And they said those nuns were evil to them. And how many abort uh, murders of little babies did they do? Their, their basement floors of those cult, uh, supposed to be uh, churches, those big monasteries, are like hundreds and thousands of little baby that they killed and uh, murdered and put them in the basement there and covered up with dirt. There's pictures that we have of hundreds and thousands of little baby skeletons that are just openly there. You can tell that they were just thrown into the floor by these nuns and these priests. Now, here's Joseph Telefero to show you just about probably what's happening with this man that they're raking over the coals on uh, television right now and many others. Go ahead. The NAFEC told me that they were merely interested in the anti-abortion program that the church was offering. That's the one... Yeah, we were offering them what's wrong with stopping murder, you bunch of ungodly, 
fatherless children. Okay, you're filthy. You people out there committing fornication and adultery, you're getting people, women pregnant and not supporting them and not to paying for the baby's birth. You're, you're scum, the scum of the earth. And you say you're going to come in and investigate churches that are doing the things that the Lord said for them to do. You sick in the head idiots, uh, devils. Then what? At this time, I couldn't understand why, but the church was offering free aid to women that were going to have an abortion if they would agree not to have the abortion. The church was offering free... Oh, really, it's murder. Okay, then what else? The church was offering free prenatal care, hospitalization, and support for the mother and child. Why they wanted me to place myself secretly into the church at first seemed innocent enough, but the plot got thicker as the time went on. The NAFEC wanted to know many things about the Tony Alamo Christian Church, even the complete layout of Tony Alamo's house and even the room he slept in. Yeah, they like to know where you sleep because uh, they can uh, have one of their uh, demons sneak up uh, on the hill there where we were staying at the time and plant a bomb right outside your window and blow you to smithereens. And then they complain about us having watch people. Not only we all have to watch for the people that they've stirred up against us in this little small hick town of uh, Falk, Arkansas, but it's the government itself. They're the ones that uh, stirred those people up to do that. And they themselves want to know, where does Tony Alamo sleep? Where does his dog sleep? Where does his cat sleep? Where does his wife sleep? Where do his children sleep? Uh, they're mafia. I always have said that the uh, government is the mafia now. They're the most brutal mafia that has ever happened. The mafia never went after churches. They never went after God. They never. They always reverenced God. But these people are the worst devils that have ever been on the face of this earth. They're as bad as the ones that God destroyed in the flood during the days of Noah. Okay, go ahead. They also wanted to know the doctrine of the church. The doctrine? Well, how would they not know the doctrine? I'm on the radio all over the world, and I also distribute hundreds of millions of uh, uh, different uh, pieces of literature that I've written telling completely my doctrine. My doctrine is the Old and New Testament, and I preach it the way it's really written. And every most of the people know that. We have, uh, I'm sure... Hundreds of millions of followers. Then what else? Tony showed me throughout his house and even the room where he slept, which was a small room. The United States federal government even wanted to know if Susan Alamo was really dead. If she was really dead. Okay, then what else? It seems kind of crazy to me because hundreds of people were at the funeral and the casket was open and she died at the City of Faith Hospital in Tulsa and was embalmed there before being brought into Arkansas. Yeah, and the uh, gov government and the media were spreading around that she was in a glass casket, casket packed with ice. Hundreds of people were at the funeral, and we'll tell you that it was a metal casket, and there was no ice in there. What good would there be to be ice in a casket with a dead person? They're trying to make us look like we're kooks, when in reality, they're not only kooks, they're devilish kooks. They're worse than kooks. They're demons. Demon-possessed beings on this earth right now. 
wanting to destroy your soul because they don't want you to listen to the message that I preach. They don't want you to read the Bible. They don't want you to uh, reverence God or Jesus, the Word of God, or anyone that's preaching the Word of God. They want you to go to hell with them. Then what? I'm told there is a death certificate and her casket was left open for two weeks. Yes, there is a death certificate from the Edwards funeral home and I posted it and printed it and shown it to everybody that uh, ever wanted to see it and even those who don't want to see it. It's on my website and a letter on the website from the funeral home saying that it was a normal funeral. There was no ice. There was no anything like that. Okay, but people can lie. You cannot lock against a liar. You can lock against thieves, but not liars. Then what? To me, the doctrine of the church is very beautiful and scriptural. The people at the Tony Alamo Christian Church go to two services every day. They read the Bible and pray. I was truly inspired myself. There were several sequences of events that transpired while I was at the church. They were all being done by the federal government. First, a branch of the government sent many false telegrams while I was at the church, stating that I had inherited two and one-half million dollars. I remember that very well. Then what? I was instructed to show these telegrams to the people at the church and to tell them that I wanted to tithe some of it and then invest the rest in business. This they told me to do in hopes that I could get close to Tony Alamo. The next sequence of events, which I knew nothing of, was that the federal government had some men call the church stating that they were going to kidnap me knowing that Tony Alamo and the church would try to protect me. There was yet another sequence that I didn't know about. I don't believe that the people that were calling with the fake kidnap threats knew about it either. Helicopters started flying over the house, which I believe were military helicopters. Several jeeps were seen around the area, loaded with what I believe were federal men. Also a silver and blue van with five large men was seen at the Alamo grocery store in Alma. Local police force vehicles were seen prowling the area. Because of the vicious nature of the federal government agency that I was working for as a spy, I personally believe without a doubt that they are deliberately trying to make the Tony Alamo Christian Church look like a bad and mysterious organization, which it is not. Yeah, they want us to look like kooks. They were even saying that I was dragging Susie all over the country in a, with a trailer behind me in that casket. They are sick in their heads. You know, they love to make up lies. They make up lies and they love to do it. Okay. And uh, so people are not thinking clear. They've got them all loaded on drugs. The federal government brought those drugs in. Clinton brought a bunch of drugs in and exchanged weapons for them. And I'll never forget these things. And I was going to do a piece of literature on Clinton back then. The Lord stopped me from doing it. But uh, he is not stopping me now. Then what else? I have seen literally hundreds of letters commending them for their kind work. I've personally sat in one service after another and heard wonderful testimonials from the church people. I have become very well acquainted with many people who live at the church, and they are all beautiful people. While I was at the church, I saw the sincerity of this church and found it to be a very good church, preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ in a very convincing manner and helping the poor, suffering, and needy. I believe that this is what churches are really supposed to do. Right. And, you know, like even uh, Clinton's wife said, 
my husband's going to go to a therapist for his uh, sex problem. He likes to have just uh, girls, anyone, to give him oral sex. And then he lied about it. He's a liar. And if anyone needs to be put in prison or investigated, it's the people in the White House and the people in the Vatican and the people that are working for them. Demons, all of them. Then what else? Because I am giving this testimony, I fear for my life. These federal government agencies are very vicious and will pay thousands of dollars for false testimonies against the church. Just like they did when they sent me to prison on that false IRS charge. I was taken away from my little boy for four years. And, uh, you know, and from my uh, wife and uh, the people at the church. Okay, then what? They are looking at any cost to destroy this church and any other church like it. These federal agencies most certainly hire and work with hardened criminals and are inspired exclusively by the Vatican. I believe that the U.S. government was setting up the Alamos for slaughter. The fake kidnap threats would have the Alamos thinking that they would be protecting me from goons. The feds were then going to say that the Alamos had kidnapped me and pretend to come to my rescue. Of course, the Alamos, not knowing these were the FBI, U.S. Department of Labor and Mafia goons, would try to protect me and end up being slaughtered by the federal government. See how sick they are? See how utterly sick and satanic they are? Why, what have I ever done to them? Okay, then what? Then the newspapers, magazines, and TV networks, like the Hearst newspaper chain, the New York Times, the L.A. Times, Life, Time, Newsweek, People, ABC, NBC, Yeah, especially CBS. People. They did a 12-page spread on me. And then all these uh, mysterious-type uh, TV programs uh, did uh, numbers on us. But still, we grew and multiplied. The more they persecuted me, the more the people of Israel... We are the Israel of God. We are the ones that are now spiritual Israelites. And my, I myself am a Jew and a completed Jew now because I have the spirit of Christ with his father by the Holy Spirit living in me. And I can promise you that I hear from the Lord and um, God isn't finished with you people. The things that you've seen happening on earth lately are just the beginning, just the beginning. Okay, then, well, because you're following these bunch of devils. The devil has all of you deceived. Then what? Then the newspapers, magazines, and TV networks, like the Hearst newspaper chain, the New York Times, the LA Times, Lifetime, Newsweek, People, ABC... Uh, not just People. People magazine was used in a dynamic way. All of them. Then what? ABC, NBC, CBS all secretly owned and controlled by the Vatican. The Daily News in New York, the L.A. Times, the New York Times, full-page spreads on me. NBC, ABC's advertising. Tony Alamo preaches, uh, tells his people that they're going to get heaven, but uh, many of them say that he gives them hell. What hell? All they do, <laughs> they find out when they come into the church that now all these things are false. Okay, like Mr. Peeler, John Peeler, he said that they hired him, Clinton hired him to kill me. And because he found out the same thing that this man had found out before him even, that were as squeaky clean. And because he wouldn't assassinate me, murder me, 
They put his son in prison. He's been there, I think, over 10 years now for nothing on a fake murder charge. And they have no body. They don't have any proof whatsoever, and he's there. Then they told John Peeler, the Fed FBI man, they said, if you'll stop talking about uh, how good Tony is and everything, we'll let your son go. So he stopped talking, and they didn't let him go, so he's back on the warpath again. He's doing the Greg Samansky shows. He does, uh, he's been doing my shows. He gave me the, uh, all the facts about what they did and were doing. And I printed it and put it out. And they still have his son in prison for nothing. And who's going to do anything about it? Because we're living under a evil satanic dictatorship. And what everybody just is saying, what can we do? You can speak out about it. And you can pray to God to pour out his wrath on them in the name of Jesus, and he will. Then what? The media would start blazing. I've made several other statements and signed them at Gene, Gene, and Gene Law Firm in Fort Smith, Arkansas. I've talked with Mr. Gene and have told him many other things and told him that it was all right to tape me. This was Roy Gene III. Again, I want to state that I was hired by the federal government to be paid $10,000 to testify falsely about the affairs of the Tony Alamo Christian Church. Again, my contacts that hired me were Captain Connolly and Lieutenant Robinson. They instructed me to plant myself at the church in Miami, Florida. In order to verify these facts, I have supplied the telephone number of my contacts, area code 609 Six four one six one zero zero. I have full knowledge of the taping of my conversation. The statements made above were made without coercion, force, or any promise of reward. The NAFEC is a government agency, FBI, IRS, U.S. Department of Labor, and Mafia. They have told me that they planted six other agents in the church who have been there a year or more. Yeah, and they're the ones that have left the church and are bringing false accusations about us to this day, because they don't want to get killed. I believe without a doubt that they've killed Joseph Telefero here for giving me this statement. Then what else? Also, they say that they will be sending a girl in with a $100,000 donation. And they have done that. They've sent a girl in, and they sent in uh, underage people that wanted to be married. And I told them, no, they can't be married until they're 18 years old or unless they get permission from a judge or their parents, and they've written permission, then they can. And they're waving this, uh, that money in our face, and I don't care about money. I've kicked people out of my church that were donating a quarter of a million dollars every three months, and because they were unruly. And so it's not, I don't care anything about money. If I did, I own a Beatles album. Like I was one of the biggest rounders in the world, man. I really knew what to do out there and how to make money. And I gave that. I haven't even put that uh, record out yet. I could uh, easily sell it for um, several million dollars, I've been told. I don't even want to mention the amount that I could get from it because a lot of people wouldn't believe it. But I've been offered many millions of dollars for that album that I got from Pete Best because I did the promotion for Pete Best of the Beatles, the first drummer, before I was saved. And I still have that album. 
He didn't have any money, but he had six albums that his mother paid for, and he gave me one of them. All right, then what else? Isn't it something that these people have been there for a year or more and still have not found anything wrong with this wonderful Christian church? Yeah, and they've been in this other guy's church for four years. And finally, some mysterious girl calls up and said, I was raped, just like the girl that called up and said that Tyson raped her. Well, she came up to his room at 2 o'clock in the morning, and Tyson said, what did she expect? She came up there for uh, love in all the wrong places. She was just uh, looking for love in all the wrong places. And the people in the world are looking for God in all the wrong places. Looking for Jesus in all the wrong places. Yeah, they're looking for love in all the wrong places. They go into houses of prostitution and everything. Okay, and so what else does he say? Again, I fear for my life. Oh, yes, and we haven't heard a peep from him since. He said, Tony, they're going to kill me for giving this to you. And I said, well, stay here. I won't let them kill you because the Lord promises to protect me. And if you're here, he says, nah, I got to go. I just, you know, I haven't got that much faith in the Lord. And so I'm going. And uh, I said, all right, go ahead. But they will kill you. And sure enough, I've never heard of him. No one has sight or sound of him. And he let me listen on the phone one time when he called the airport to uh, uh, give a report. And they were really browbeating him on the phone. Then what? I just hope that all Christians that really know God really pray for me. I'm leaving the church because of the conviction of God that I am under. The Tony Alamo Christian Church has done nothing but good to me, and I return that with bad. Joseph Talaferro. All right, what do you think, folks? Um, what do you think about that? What do you think about them saying that you can't preach the Bible? And that if you preach the Bible that you are a polygamist. And if you preach it, and then they take some little girl uh, that they scare to death, and they tried to, they scared many people to the point to where they brought false accusations against me. Like even, you know, the Bible states there's all kinds of phony preachers that say, try to make uh, the psalmist David and uh, people like Abijah and people of uh, all kinds of people of faith, such as uh, the different judges, uh, the Gideon, to make them reprobates or something. But the Bible states in First Kings chapter 15, verse 5, quote, Because David did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord, and turned not aside from anything that uh, he Come, uh, commanded him, or that the Lord commanded him to do, all the days of his life, with the exception, only one thing that he did wrong, and that was the matter of Uriah the Hittite, where he took Uriah's wife, he committed adultery. And the Lord stated, why did you do that? He said, I gave you so many wives I get you had all kinds of wives. Uh, weren't they enough that Uriah only had one wife? Read that in Second Samuel, starting with verse 1 through verse 8. And the Lord sent Nathan unto David, 
And he came unto him and said unto him, There were two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. Now the one rich is symbolic of David, and the poor man that only had one wife was Uriah. Then what? Verse 2, the rich man had exceeding many flocks and herds. Yeah, in other words, many wives, a symbolic of many wives like David had. Then what? Verse 3, but the poor man had nothing save one little ewe lamb. One little wife. Then what? Which he had bought and nourished up, and it grew up together with him and with his children. Okay, so that shows that he had other wives and that she was almost, she was like a child. Okay. But he never had sex with her until she reached the age of puberty. Then what? It did eat of his own meat. This is the prophet Nathan. Uh, God sent him to him to tell him of the evil that he did. Then what? And drank of his own cup and lay in his bosom and was unto him as a daughter. Verse 4. Yeah, so a daughter, you don't have sex with daughters. Okay, then what? And there came a traveler unto the rich man, and he spared to take of his own flock and of his own yeah, this birth. is symbolic of David. He didn't want to have sex with his own flock, but he wanted to have Uriah's wife. Then what? That's sin. Then what? To dress for the wayfaring man that was come unto him, but took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man that was come to him. Verse 5. And David's anger was greatly kindled against the man. And he said to Nathan, As the Lord liveth, the man that hath done this thing shall surely die. Okay, but, but, but so it's him. Okay, then what? Verse 6, And he shall restore the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing, and because he had no pity. Verse 7, And Nathan said to David, Thou art the man. All right, so thou art the man. But, uh, you know, the Bible says, Because David did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord. Yeah, with the exception of the um, case of the Hittite uh, Uriah, where he took his wife. So having all the other wives were not bad at all, because that's not a sin. Okay, we're, we are humans, are animals with souls. The other animals, uh, they don't have the souls or the spirit that we do. But go ahead, because you can look in the uh, dictionary and find out what an animal is, and it'll say it's we're one of the animal kingdom, but we're not monkeys, we're humans. We have souls. Okay, then what? Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul. Verse 8. And I gave thee thy master's house, and thy master's wives. Oh, I... I... God gave you your master's wives, plural. Well, what if, if it's a sin to be a polygamist, then why did God uh, do something that was sin? He gave them all these wives, and who else did he give them? And gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little... And that means uh, the whole house, all these women that you have. Then what? If that had been too little, I would moreover have given unto thee such and such things. Yeah, I would have given you whatever you asked for. Okay, then what? Verse 9, Wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and hast taken his wife to be thy wife, and hast slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Okay, now read Second Samuel 
5.13. And David took him more concubines and wives out of Jerusalem after he was come from Hebron, and there were yet sons and daughters born to David. Right, okay, now Second Chronicles 13.21. This is Abijah. But Abijah waxed mighty and married fourteen wives and begat twenty and two sons and sixteen daughters. Now the Lord was with Gideon, it says, now Judges 6.12. And he had seventy sons. It doesn't tell how many daughters he had. It says seventy sons in chapter 8, verse 30. But let's read 6.12 first. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto Gideon and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Okay, so if he's with him, why could it, would it be a sin for him to be married, uh, have so many women that he had 70 sons? Chapter 8, verse 30. And Gideon had threescore and ten sons of his body begotten, for he had many wives. All right, and so he was a mighty man of valor. All right, so, you know, let the government go and tell you some more garbage. I'm preaching the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God that created the heavens and the earth. My time is up. And so this is the time that you can be part of the truth instead of part of the Antichrist government. Would would you like to be part of the truth? Because if you are, you're going to stay in judgment with God one of these days, or you're going to be at the mercy seat of Christ. Now, here's how you start being at the mercy seat of Christ is to say this prayer to God through him. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. Sin is the transgression of God's law, and there's nothing in God's law against polygamy. Nothing. Find it, and I'll eat the Bible without salt and pepper. I open up the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. Lord God Almighty, come into my heart, and also Holy Spirit. And um, you will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Your word says you'll turn no one away. All that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that goes for you, Clinton. And Bush, maybe you did, I hope you did these things in ignorance. If you did, you could be saved too. Uh, Lord, I I know that you've heard me and I know that you've answered me and I know I'm saved and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. All right, now, uh, all those that would like to have a copy of this tape, uh, this program, 608, Sharon will tell you how right now. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries. P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406. I do not apologize for the word of God. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo. Just praise and thank the Lord that you're saved now and read the King James Version, the old King James Version of the Bible. And here I am to sing for you, How Great Thou Art. Oh, Lord, my God. 
blossom wonder consider all the works my hands have made I see the stars I hear the rolling thunder thy power through Then sings my soul. 